with another touch point. Uh, I'm here with Pastor Brandon. We're in our David, Broken and Beloved. Um, and we've been looking at his life. And in week one, you kind of reminded us that as we read through this, especially these Old Testament narrative, that the hero is never David or whoever else. And right, this one, even like Nathan coming in to live at, like the hero is always God. It's definitely not David consistently yeah. over consistently. and over. He's a great Debbie Downer, he lets us all down. Yeah, and even with, with Nathan coming in, it was the story of David and Bathsheba and just the immense brokenness and, and sin and, and all of that. And, um, you know, you, you kind of left us as we, as we processed through this of, right, David's desperate need, like all of our desperate need for a savior, which is, yeah. which is Jesus, um, and kind of challenged us. Um, because I think so often we want to get caught up in this idea of our, our reputation. Yeah. When the world looks at us, what do they see and who do they see? And it's it, this can be this image management or reputation management or sure. maybe like, forget this, look who I am now, look what I've done, look where I am. But you challenge us with this idea. They said the world doesn't need your, your perfect reputation, right? They need your perfect Savior. Can we unpack yeah. that a little bit about... What that means for us as followers of Jesus, specifically Absolutely. here in America, where I think so often we maybe blur the lines of like us becoming the heroes, even with what Jesus has oh, done yeah. in us, instead of always just pointing back, even in the the brokenness that Jesus has saved us from, and maybe is still saving us from, of yes. all pointing back to him. Yeah, we, we love to sort of slip into becoming the heroes of our own mm. stories. Um, and I think that's something that we do well to be just aware of, if that's our tendency. Um, I was thinking of, so my mind goes to Paul. So if you want to mm-hmm. lift out of David in the Old Testament and you get to Paul in the New Testament, he does have this great um, spot where he lands in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And it just reminds me of what we see in, in David. So um, here's what he says. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. Um, Paul talks about how he has this this vision of heaven and the risen Christ. And then Jesus says to him, my grace is sufficient for you, Mm. for my power is made perfect in weakness. And we go, yeah, 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 that's nice, Paul. Yeah, okay. But I'm not weak. I don't Mm. want to showcase that. But then he says, therefore, this is now Paul speaking to a church. He says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, which sounds crazy. So this is, I'm going to tell you um, what I am terrible at. I'm mm. going to tell you about my failings. I'm going to showcase my blind spots. I'm going to admit that I don't have it together. I'm going to talk about how I'm, I'm weak. I'm going to talk, you know, like this is, that's, that's what he wants to talk about. I'm going to, and then he doesn't even say that. He's saying, I'm going to boast about it. I'm mm. going to boast about my weaknesses. I'm going to make that the spotlight, my inability. Why would you do that, Paul? He says, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Um, For the sake of Christ, then, I'm content with weaknesses, insults, hardship, persecutions, calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And so a couple of things in that, like, I think um, we, we, why do we not want to boast in our weaknesses? I think there's, there's probably two um, ways we end up there. I think the first is is maybe the more um, obvious. It's like, I don't want to boast about my weakness because that embarrasses me. Mm. I don't want to talk about 
I mean, if I've got if I've got a bad marriage or, or rough spots, I want to hide yeah. that. I want to put it over here. If I'm exhausted as a parent, I don't want to showcase that. I want to show like I've got my stuff together. Mm. Um, you know, I, if I get a bad grade in math, I'd rather you look at my English grade because, yeah. you know, that was my story is like, I'd never got anything <laughs> above a C in math ever. So like, let's not talk yeah. about that, mom yeah. and dad. Look at my report card here. I don't want to boast about my bad stuff because that just doesn't make me look good. I think that's actually like, one of the obvious ones, but I think there's something lurking under there um, that that I want to get to in a second. I want to hold off on that. How do you, we'll, we'll come back to the second reason? How do you see that? I'm curious in 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 your life and in your in your world. This like I want to hide. I want to hide my bad stuff so, and just draw your attention yeah. to the good stuff. So I think even as you're talking, I was like, so what is that? I think so often we can sit and we can like hear. Right, we can hear sermons or we can listen or watch something like this and say, oh, that's so good, that's refreshing. But then it's what happens when the rubber hits the road. And so my, my question, my thought goes to, so what does that actually mean for the local church? Um, what does it look like? And I think this is where, because we don't press into this and this is where it's messy, I think it, it is why we either hide mm-hmm. or we, right, we throw up walls of, of judgment mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm we've never actually sat and say, what does this actually mean? Because I think we're driven by this fear. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's either this fear of, well, if someone knows, kind of what you're talking about, like if someone knows, then um, right, then there's judgment that's coming upon me. Even if I'm seeking right accountability or help or saying like, please, like this is how you can pray for me. Yeah. Um, too often it's this fear of someone to be like, well, oh yeah, I'll pray for you, you know, versus like, oh, like my beloved brother or sister in Christ, let me pray with yes. you yes. versus for you. And then I think on the flip side, there's the, I think the fear of if someone comes to me with their brokenness or sin struggle that they're still, right? Because sanctification is this weird, like we, we as Christians, I think in the local church don't, always talk about it as well of this like ongoing process of sanctification because mm-hmm. then it gets messy because if some person like right has a, a sin struggle that goes away overnight we like that oh sure but if some person has a sin struggle that takes 40 years oh, we, we don't, don't like we that. don't like that one. and like no. i don't because i don't even know what 40 years feels like but i think <laughs> i think that's the two sides where i see of like but i don't think that's what jesus is calling us as a local church yes, of like great. cover it up because you're afraid yeah. of the church not actually being the church. Yeah. And then also like, I think there's this fear, which I get of this. Well, if I sit with someone, if I don't call this out, then I'm gonna excuse their sin. Yeah. And I think both those are, are valid fears, but I don't think that should stop us from saying, we can be honest, not with everyone, mm-hmm. but with some of the, here is my brokenness. And that be okay if someone is in process that they're trusting you, like yes. you're their brother or sister yes. and that they see you and they say can you can you pray with me and i think that's a different like with versus for yeah. so i think for so often is like i'm here you're here versus with is like i'm here with you and i'm going to pray and walk with you in your weakness and, and maybe that jesus wants to use you yeah to be right that that display of who he is in their weakness yeah. but i think too often it's this fear of if I talk, then I'm going to be unwanted and cast aside. Absolutely. Or if I sit with somebody who's struggling, then right, then I'm not making much of Jesus, that I'm glorifying yeah. their sin. So here's, 
That, I'm so glad you said that because that actually goes to the second, I think it's the second reason why we want to hide our weaknesses. The first one is just it, we flat out are embarrassed that we have them. That's the simple one. It's like, I just don't like to stink at algebra, so I'm going to hide that. I don't like to have a bad marriage, so I'm going to hide it. I don't like to be a failing parent, so I'm going to hide it. Mm-hmm. There's that one. But the second reason, I think, and this is where this gets like a little deep and a little weird maybe, but I think we, we, we've been taught to reduce Jesus to the product that fixes my problem. Mm-hmm. And when we see brokenness and weakness, we go, well, Jesus can't be with that person or Jesus can't be in that Mm. place because they still have a problem that's not fixed yet. Mm. And so when we relate to Jesus as my, and Mm. and this is getting, this is getting a little bit, a little bit odd, but like, yes, he is my savior. Yes, he is my Lord. He is my master and he is my shelter that I run to. He is, he is all of those things. He is the rock. He is the safe place. Like he is God. However, we use the word sanctification as a process. And so, however, he is those things. There are parts in me that are going to require a lifetime of sanctification. And Jesus is not this wonder product that, like, yeah. my mind goes to those old infomercials where, like, <laughs> buy this thing for two easy, in- or five yeah. easy installments of 1995, right? And it'll take all your problems away. Like, we think that that's how Jesus works. And if I have weaknesses in my life, am I really saved? Yeah. And I would say, yes, you are. The absence of weaknesses, does, or the, the presence of weaknesses in your life as a Christian, the presence of failings, the presence of tension, the presence of sin in your life even, doesn't mean you're not saved. Yeah. It means that if you are, if you are battling through those things, yeah. that's an indication that you're saved. Or I get worried, and again, this goes to other places yeah. in the New yeah. Testament, or I get worried as people go, you know what, I'm just going to keep cruising through this thing whatever. Yeah. Paul doesn't say, I will perpetuate my weaknesses and mm. I will stay there. Yeah. And in 1 John talks word. about this where it's like, no, I'm, I'm, he doesn't say like, if we cannot belong to Christ and continue in sin, right? That's not how that works. But what Paul's talking about is he goes, look, yeah, there's, there's places in my life where I'm just unable. I'm unqualified. I'm not perfect. But what I am in is process. Yeah. And um, I think that ties so deeply to the definition of a disciple. Um, something that we want to be about as a church yeah. is like, yeah, you are in Christ. You are positionally perfect, but you are practically in process. Mm. And so, like, that's what we see in Nathan and David there. Yeah. Where, where David, who thought that yeah. he was, he was, I'm good. I don't need yeah. anything. And then God sends his pastor, Nathan, to him. And basically, all of Nathan's job is to alert the king that he is still in process. And thankfully, David responded well. Yeah. So, um, mm. yeah. Well, thanks for unpacking that. And, you know, if you're sitting with this, um, I hope you know that you are deeply loved by God, um, that Jesus came and made a way for you to experience life, new life, that you couldn't have apart from him. And that if you've been walking through life and maybe just struggling and, and doubting or, or, or fighting, and you feel like you're fighting alone, we would love to just extend an invitation to you. Um, to reach out, to message us, to connect with us. We would love just to have those conversations about what it means for Jesus to be Savior in your life, to be Lord in your life, um, and to to take a step to help you find connection, to find others that you can walk through this journey together. So thanks for tuning in for Touchpoint, and we'll see you next time.